Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. All right, we'll keep you up to date with what's going on in the NBA. We'll recap all of our NBA draft props. Let's talk some DFS, some CFL DFS. We talked a little CFL DFS with Ben Kramer, but we'll get into it a little bit more in depth right now. we got some Major League Baseball DFS uh, as well. And uh, speaking of the um, Canadian Football League, we all know that Johnny Manziel is on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He's a backup uh, quarterback with the Ticats uh, right now. And uh, June Jones did an interview with ESPN about uh, Johnny Manziel. And June Jones says, I've been pleasantly surprised the last three weeks what a good teammate uh, he is, how smart he is, and how he sees the game. He should be playing in the National Football League, and I believe he will when he gets through with us. So June Jones believes that Johnny Manziel should be playing in the National Football League. Yet but he's still behind Jeremiah Mazzoli. Yet, yet somehow. Yeah. So, so in other words, I guess Jeremiah Mazzoli should also be in the NFL. What, behind Tom Brady is one of the best quarterbacks? <laughs> That's kind of interesting. Yeah, no. We talked about that before. We had a difference, like of, we had a difference of opinion. I like you June thought he was going to play pretty quick. I don't know about that. I like June Jones saying over the last three weeks. Yeah, yeah. three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, let's... So he came in, you're a dick, screw you. Yeah, like, so in other words, yeah. the June Jones thinks that since Johnny Manziel hasn't been arrested for punching a chick or drunk driving in the last three weeks, <laughs> that he should be in the NFL. <laughs> but at the same point in time, June Jones doesn't uh, believe that he he's be good start... enough to play in the Canadian Football League. <laughs> he's not good enough to beat out Jeremiah Mazzoli for the starting job. But yeah, he can play south of the border. What a shit show the Ticats are. Mike Riley, he's a guy that could. Uh, yeah, Mike Riley is a gun. He's too old now. But. Yeah, he is. Well, what a competitor. I love, no, I, love, I love Mike Riley. Johnny Manziel, good for him. He is staying out of trouble, and yep. uh, you can tell he looks better. He's uh, He is a good teammate. I'd like to see them get, get him on the field a little bit because he has been working hard. Throw him a couple of plays, that's, give him a couple of packages. That, that's the surprising thing, Marenzi. When you have a guy like him, I'm like, like that's the thing. You could still have Mazzoli as your starter, yeah. but you, you have an asset. And that's the thing about June Jones and all these guys on that team. I'm like, wow, high-flying offenses in college like SMU, yet you have a potent weapon like that. And you're, you not, you're not even running him on a trick play. Like, Michael Shea would have him doing a million but things. But look, look, look in the Canadian Football League all the time. Like, Remember, every time it's a one-yard situation, last week, James Franklin came in. That's right. And ran ran the ball. Manziel didn't even do that last week. I know they didn't even put him in on like the the short yardage situation. Like Ricky Ray Fajaro would come in and do like oh that's the way it goes. It was your second string quarterback who's taller and leaner. Usually goes in uh, yeah third third and two or under. That's your guy. When you put Manziel in fake run, boom! Like there's so many things that you could do with them. It's actually surprising. They probably they, talk a they big probably game. will. I imagine. Look, at, next week they play at home. There you say the tricks are going to come out of the bag yeah. that week. Mazzoli played pretty well last week. But I like, then, uh, Mazzoli's all right. He just made a bad mistake at the end of the game, though. That's And that's the that's a big problem. That's what he'll do. That's very Phil Rivers-ish. You could do good things for a while, but when we needed them to score, he made a bad decision and threw a pick. And, it, and they were right in that game. Yeah, but he's not the Phil Rivers of the CFL. No, I'm not saying – I'm just saying that's what Phil – like, Bo Levi you, Mitchell is. Doesn't win a big game. Yeah. Bo, Bo Levi Mitchell. Bo Levi great, Mitchell. Great, great quarterback, though. Like, he's good, real good, but yeah. don't take Calgary in a big game. All right, uh, so as far as uh, DraftKings uh, is concerned. Do you want to start with the showdown or do the, the weekly one? Because I, I got uh, one showdown and uh, one Let's for go the with the games. weekly one. What okay. do you got? Well, Gabe, I'm actually going to go for, to the game that we're going to right now, and I'm going with Ricky Ray as my quarterback at $9,500. Very, you said it, lowest DK quarterback last week, but I'm throwing I'm throwing him in my lineup at $9,500. I think it's a good price. Home opener. You talked about the rain. I think they can get to a young Calgary secondary as well. This guy's a little bit underrated, Marantz. You brought up a good point about Montreal. 
that they weren't that bad against BC. And what I really liked was Terrell Sutton. He's kind of an underrated back. Yeah, I agree. And uh, he ran 15 times for 65 yards, and it's falling under the radar because he plays for the Alouettes. The other thing you don't realize, five catches for 31 points, which equals close to 15 DK points at a really cheap price, too. Sutton might be a nice option against Winnipeg this week. He's in my lineup as my running back. Now, this is where we're going to spend the money. You have to go with the best receiver so far in week one in the CFL. Walker from Edmonton. He's expensive, people, but you got to play him. This guy... Absolute huge numbers. This is Julio Jones stuff. Eight catches, 176 yards, one touchdown, 34.2 DK points. And the Eskimos have a great matchup this week, Gabe. You know against uh, Babano's Ticats, Walker's going to be going deep and often. I couldn't fit him and Riley in the lineup, but I'm going with the receiver. For Toronto, SJ Green, one of the premium receivers in the league. Hopefully him and Ricky Ray, that's why I have them in correlation there. Could be an interesting situation. I think he will have some advantages going against that Calgary secondary. Pretty pedestrian week one, 5 for 51, 9.1 DK points, but I think he's going to do better. Also, he lost points on a fumble there. Good situation this week against Calgary, so SJ Green is going to be in the lineup. My underrated pick, Gabe, at flex, Don Jackson from Calgary. I know they have two running a uh, two-running back system, but Jackson was really, really good. He had a touchdown in that game, also got more touches. 12 carries, 87 yards, touchdown, 5,800 bucks. So we're going to go with Don Jackson from the Calgary Stampeders. Hopefully we'll get points in that game. We will be in attendance. Now at the flex position, we can save money, guys, and we'll tell you, there's a lot of good receivers in the Canadian Football League that are really, really cheap and on a good team. Kenny Stafford has to be in your lineup for 4500 bucks. Kenny Stafford did great. Five catches, 69 yards. He's a CFL professional with great hands. He comes to work with his hard hat on. 11.9 DK points, and he's being priced like a turkey. So you know what? You put this guy in your lineup because, yeah, as Gabe knows, and I'll tell you, we watch a lot of Canadian football. Stafford's the real deal. And with a couple hundred bucks back, I'm taking a little bit of a chance tonight on the defense. I'm going with the Red Blacks tonight. I know Zach Kolaris in Saskatchewan won at home against the Argos. Now you're going on the road against Ottawa. I don't trust uh, Saskatchewan's road show as much at home. We'll see. It's a little bit risky with the defense and special teams. Hopefully the Red Blacks can get me a pick and some points. Defense special teams gave Red Blacks at 4,700. So to recap, Ricky Ray, my quarterback, 95. Sutton from Montreal, a little bit underrated, 6,800. Walker from Edmonton as my receiver, 9,800. S.J. Green from the Toronto Argonauts, my other receiver at 8,700. Donnie Jackson from Calgary, shifty running back, 5,800. Kenny Stafford, we got him from Edmonton. He'll catch anything. And the Ottawa Red Blacks as my defense special teams. Marenzi, what do you got for me? I like uh, I like your lineup. I loved it. I like the CFL four game lineup. It's a lot of fun. Well, I'm sorry, I was uh, somewhat distracted uh, just by. It's uh, okay. No, I heard the lineup. Hey, hey, I like hey, the lineup. Hey. You got some laundry to do there, buddy. <laughs> That's he said. Hey, Cam, you, uh, got, you, got, you got to throw in a load. Sam, Sammy Hager. <laughs> I like Sammy Hager. Hey, check it out without uh, knocking us no, off. No, I, I don't. I don't even want to come over there anymore. Or else I got to walk real slow. Hold on, I got. Slow walk. Don't want to. Oh, there's a cord right there. Don't want him. Yeah. What's up with? I love Sammy. Hey. <laughs> so it's a picture. Oh my God! Is that Bill Clinton? Yeah. Sammy Hager, seventy years old. Bill Clinton, seventy-one years old. Oh my God! Sammy Hager looks great. Yeah. So it's a side-by-side shot of like Sammy recently and Bill Clinton recently. Sammy Hager just recently turned 70 years old. Bill Clinton is 71 years old. Wow. Sammy, Sammy Hager is uh, partied with uh, 40 plus years of alcohol, drugs, and rock and roll. Bill lives with Hillary. <laughs> he looks like a living ghoul. Oh my God. Like, look at the difference. Like, if you ran into Sammy Hagar, uh-huh. what is, you know what that guy looks it's like? It's a to bad. Me? It's a bad. Uh, it's a bad picture. It is a bad picture. And honestly, but... I don't know how recent this is of Sammy. Anyway, it's still a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bill Clinton looks old, bro. That's uh, I didn't know he looked that beat down. That's uh, Sammy Hager looks good for seven. That's what I'm saying, man. If drugs and alcohol make you look like that, what the hell am I doing? Nah, but I can't drive 55. Nah, Sammy Hager's not um, a booze bag. Yeah, he's he's not. He's a good businessman. Yeah, he's had a few drinks and stuff. He's partied, yeah. but he's not those tequilas. Yeah, he's not a mess up. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. He was born. Freaking crazy, man. 70 years old. Yeah? Born in 1947. My God. 
So the guy's 1947. He's only five years younger than my bum. Man, that guy looks great. I got. I don't know. How, yeah, you said it. That pitcher can't be new. Like he, well, I'm uh, seeing modern pictures of him, and he's looking pretty, uh, pretty really damn good. good here. Huh? What's he? What's what's his secret? Like I'd like to know. Money. <laughs> <laughs> and no nagging wife, <laughs> like Hillary, <laughs> right? <laughs> now he's got. He's got a. He's got a wife. I bet she uh, is very good to him. Yeah, I, I bet you she doesn't nag as much as Hillary. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't he live on an island too? And he's a he's also a businessman. I know he owns like uh, doesn't he own like a te- tequila? Tequila. Brand? He's got a, yeah, yeah. So he's got his yeah. own brand of tequila. Yeah, good for Sammy Hagar, man. He really he figured it out. All right, uh, so <laughs> hey, he's a winner at life, Gabe. Hey, what can you say? I, I commend people who win. Go, Sammy. All right. Well, I hope to win. Yeah. I hope to win. What, what your DraftKings CFL lineup? Yeah. All right, so let's start let's off right it. here with uh, with the weekly lineup before we get to the uh, the showdown lineups uh, for tonight's football game. I'm going to start off uh, with the best quarterback in the Canadian Football League, and uh, his name is Mike Riley. True. Uh, Mike Riley, quarterback of the Edmonton Eskimos. Not only is he the best quarterback in the Canadian Football League, but he's the best fantasy quarterback in the Canadian Football League, and he's playing in a game this week with the highest total. In the CFL true, this week true, at 56-and-a-half. And Edmonton has the highest projected team total. Exactly. So expected to be the highest uh, scoring game on the board. You know, And what's unbelievable, we talked about this with Ben Kramer, is he only threw um, he only threw one touchdown pass last week. At the Walker. One touchdown pass. Happened to be a 100-yarder. It sure did. Uh, but he, he threw one touchdown pass, but he still ended up with 40.62 DraftKing points, an incredible performance last week for Mike Riley, 32 of 46, uh, rushed the football 11 times for 43 yards, a big dude, he's not shy of uh, tucking it it and uh, running it, so there's, you know, listen, if you don't take Mike Riley as your quarterback, you're putting yourself behind the eight ball, there was no one even freaking close uh, last week. To put it in comparison, Mike Riley had 40 DraftKing points and he threw uh, one damn touchdown pass. The, the closest quarterback after him was uh, Jeremiah Masoli, who had 22 DraftKings points. Uh, the Strevler kid in Winnipeg got 20 points in his debut. Good for his price. I would expect him to struggle a little bit more this week in Montreal on the road. Montreal's Drew Willie didn't look bad last week. Uh, threw a couple of big deep passes. Uh, the Alouettes' offense was pretty aggressive, actually. Not ultra-successful, but they were aggressive. All right, so I'm going with Mike Riley as uh, my quarterback. Cam brought up uh, Sutton. Sutton's in a nice situation here. Listen, the Alouettes can't throw the football 52 times in a game. Uh, Sutton gets a lot of touches. 15 carries for 65 yards, um, five receptions for 31 yards. That's 20 times that Tyrell Sutton had the football uh, in his hands. It's 20 times you have an opportunity to get some drafting points. He ended up with 14.60K points at $6,800. It's uh, pretty affordable. Uh, let's go with Walker, who racked up uh, Darrell Walker who racked up that 100-yard-plus uh, uh, touchdown uh, last week. Interesting. 101, to be exact. So, so far, we have two out of the three. We both have Sutton and Walker. You you, just, you have the man, Riley. Yeah, and, you know, I think you can't really go wrong with any of these guys in Edmonton. They, these guys, man, great hands. It's one thing I've noticed. It's only been one week, but very, very impressive core of wide receivers in the Canadian Football League, man. There were a lot of highlight reel one-handed catches. and. You know, sort of jump balls, guys like jumping six feet in yeah, the air. Guys getting hit and holding on. Some really, really good. There's some really good wide receivers that came football league. The reason they're not in the NFL is maybe they're a step slow or they can't get off the line as much. But they got great freaking hands, man. There's some good uh, good wide receivers in the CFL. So uh, Walker is one of them. The other, the other one is a guy that actually played in the National Football League, played with the Buffalo Bills for a couple of years. I think he was there when, like, Jeff Tool. Yeah, our sort of thought was Jeff Tool era. No, no, Jeff Tool from Washington State. Yeah. The worst. Remember when he quarterbacked that game versus Kansas City? I ended up losing, like, everything I owned. And the Bills Bills dominated that game. No, the Bills got screwed in that game. They dominated that game. There was a bad call late. Oh, really you have no idea. There was a big pass interference call that should have been called. I remember, Gabe, I was working at the bar. I was, like, in tears. Like, Like I had tears running down my face. Tool throw through, like, a 40-yard pass. Yep. I think it was to Watkins. And Watkins got blatantly, like, tackled before the ball got got molested. They just, like, threw him down. And then Kenny, I think, you know, it was that jackass Hockley, and he, he didn't call it. 
And then Tool threw a 101-yard interception. Yeah, it was. The Bills dominated them and lost. I couldn't believe that well, game. That's, that's every Bills game. Yeah, well, anyway, I had a lot of money it's on like that. like the one. episode. Sorry, yeah. yeah, can I get through my lineup? Yeah. Just it's bad. like the episode of the Twilight Zone. Bad memories. <laughs> every player that I've said, you've jumped in with something. <laughs> I'm just commenting. All right, let me just get through the lineup. Okay, you got it, brother. All right, thank you. Uh, Walker, $9,800. <laughs> You could just say, yeah, I remember him. But I like Walker. You went on a diatribe about the Chief game. All right, so as I was saying, Naaman Roosevelt, he played for the Buffalo Bulls, kind of an undersized kid. Uh, he's actually from Buffalo, so he's a local guy, played for the Buffalo Bulls when the Buffalo Bulls were good about seven years ago when Drew Willie was actually there, to be honest. That is correct. Who's not a, it's funny, Drew Willie. So, um, so Naaman Roosevelt. Uh, they, he made the Buffalo Bills. He was on the practice roster, but the Bills were kind of crap, and the Bills always – the Bills go through like 18 wide receivers every year, right? They never have star wide receivers, and they're always just going through a bunch of dudes. And uh, Roosevelt played for like two years, practice roster, you know, fourth, fifth string guy, but he actually played in quite a few games. And um, so now he's in a Canadian Football League, and he's developing into a pretty good player in the CFL. Caught a touchdown pass last week, and as we mentioned, Deron Carter, the loudmouth that he is – He's playing defensive back now, which surprised me that he's doing this, but he's playing DB now. So Roosevelt really is the go-to guy right now, the number one wide receiver for the Saskatchewan Rough Rider offense. Trey Mason. I'm not in love with Trey Mason, but he's $4,800. I could go with him or Dembski. I decide to go with Mason instead. I think, uh, as Cam brought up earlier, and Ben did, he'll start to get more touches as the season goes on. Messam's still the workhorse there, but... You can tell that Trey Mason's close to popping a big one. Last week was his first game. Man, guys talked a lot of smack to him. Uh, we're going to go with Stafford, man. 11.9 draft game points last week for $4,500. This dude showed some great hands. Five receptions, 69 yards, and the Montreal Alouettes. Touche, touchdown. The mascot gets it done on defense. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. You want a chance to go to the 2018 World Series? Well, here's your chance to win two tickets to a 2018 World Series game. Tune into the Fantasy Sports Radio Network between July 8th and July 17th as we play in the DKMS Trivia Challenge for your shot to call in with a chance to attend a Fall Classic in person. The number to play is 844-843-6879. It's 844-843-FNTSY. Contest is sponsored by DKMS, or who are looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. Well, 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their family. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. Find out how you can help uh, the cause and go to uh, dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. It's the DKMS Trivia Challenge, July 8th through July 17th. Call in and win, win, win. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Grave Digger, Carolina Crusher, the world-famous Bigfoot. Mike Riley. All right. Uh, Soros, 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 Soros. So, yeah, to recap um, the week-long lineup, I'm going Mike Riley, Tyrell Sutton, Darrell Walker, Naaman Roosevelt, Trey Mason, Kenny Stafford, and uh, the Montreal Alouette defense. Nice. And special teams. And special teams. And you know what? I think they're going to surprise, and I think the Strebler kid who had a nice first game is going to struggle hey, on the road to Montreal. Hey, Strebler! <laughs> That's the thing. It's very, in the CFL, very, very different. Like Week to week. Well, yeah, week, not just week to week. Winnipeg fans, friendly environment, chances with breaks due to weather to get reacclimated. It's a whole different situation this week, even in Montreal. One thing I will admit, though, Montreal's not really hostile. No, it's not. It's not hostile, but he's still on the road. It's on the road. It, it gets loud a bit. It, you, it can be hostile, but the team's 3-15. and 15, Yeah. And, you know, yeah. They, 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 let's just say they've, they've lost, lost 12 straight games. Yeah. They're not Going as, back to last year. They're not as hostile as they used to be. <laughs> no. It's more I docile. Know, I was going to tell you. Yeah. Hostile? Docile. No, I was going to tell you. Uh, 
when we were at that inter- wasted now. Yeah, they do. They're just a bunch of dr- a couple like mean drunks. Yeah, come on. Like, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, you look at them, Montreal, you, and it's, it must be weird for you, Marenzi, because you know when Anthony Calvillo was there, people, if you're like listening for the first time, these guys were like the New England Patriots of the CFL. Like, they were money, money, money. Like, they were every year. Montreal was awesome. Yeah, but in my life, it's been up or down with them. Like extreme up and down. Like I, you know, part of my childhood is thinking of the Alouettes with Marv Levy. Yes. You know, Mar- Marv Levy, and uh, is that the Montreal Concords? No, it was Montreal Alouettes. He was the head coach. Yeah. They won. They won That's two right. championships. Great, great teams. Uh, Johnny Rogers, Heisman Trophy winner, was the running back. Alouettes offered him more money than the Philadelphia Eagles did. Yep. Um, so, you know, the CFL used to have some really good players. Oh, Pete, the CFL back in so the day. So, I remember. You know, Theismann and them. Like, there was a choice. Like, oh, yeah. people played in the Canadian yeah, Football Theismann, League. They Joe, made good money, Yeah, man. Joe Theismann played for the, the Toronto, Toronto Argonauts. Yep. But, um, so I remember, like, 55,000 people and great cups. And I also remember being in Montreal where they were giving away football tickets for $2 at the gas station if you bought a slush or a Slurpee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, I've, seen, yeah. I've seen it both. And you're, the last few years when they moved outdoors, it really was. They were sort of the model franchise, actually, in the league. People were like, we want to be like Montreal and have that big party that they have and play at night and sort of create that sort of disco football, yeah. party yeah. football atmosphere. It's cool to go to the game. And, um, you know, it, it was a nice run for the Alouettes. But it lasted about 10 years like that, but it finally caught up to them. Um, it's a changing fan base. The team sucks. And they got a little greedy in Montreal where they added a bunch of seats to the stadium. Because they were like, oh, look, we sell out all the time. Now you're not. Yeah, now suddenly there's empty seats yeah, you because, see yeah. like It's always bold to try to make money. you, you got to have better a off, product. Better off, <laughs> you're better off filling up a smaller room. That's a great point. In show business. Yeah, you know, I'd rather room be full. All right, so as far as tonight uh, is concerned, so we got these showdowns. We talked about it. You pick five players. You got $50,000 on DraftKings. But there's no positions. It's all flex. So you can take two quarterbacks. You can take two defenses. I talked about it off the top of the program with Camp. You can take the two quarterbacks and the uh, and then then two defenses. You can do anything. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways that you can approach this. Yeah, it's very interesting too. And I found out just kind of like the NBA game, the puzzle never fits perfectly. Like you try to get that guy, it's just ew, always like two hundred here. Can't slip that guy in four hundred. I know. Fair. I know. Yeah, I know. I like get it, a headache. It, it, no, it, honestly, it gave me a headache today because it, the way it is formulated with the algorithms and stuff, you it's the guys you want. You can't really get all the guys that you want, so you're going to have to do some very different things. All right. So this is one. I made a few uh, showdown lineups. Really? Yeah. I just start throwing them together. I like, like that. I, I spent like forty five minutes and I got a headache. I, know. I was like, man, f this, just you know, whatever. Start throwing throwing bullets here, <laughs> you know, with, with different strategies. Yeah, yeah. I like know? It. So basically, I'm taking uh, both quarterbacks. Interesting. Both defenses and special teams. Ooh. And Brad Sinopoli. I like it. Pretty simple. There's my analysis. <laughs> What's your other both one? Both quarterbacks, yeah. both defenses, and Sinopoli. Listen, the Rough Rider defense last week. They were good. Got 15 fantasy points for $4,400. And no receivers. No receiver exactly. is going to get you that. I know. Like we talked about, oh, Kenny Stafford was great last week for 4500 bucks. Yeah, he got nine points. He made a couple of catches. Yeah, he, he had nine good. points. Yep, yep. Not, not as good as the defense special Because the thing is, guys, this is totally different. This is where our uh, our expertise, this is where we can tell Dinkmeyer, settle down, Dinkmeyer. Uh, we got this, all right? <laughs> I don't think I could ever say that. No, I know. But that's uh, but, uh, <laughs> No, but the point is, you know, normally you'd be like, you guys are crazy. Yeah. Why the hell, when you could take an offensive player, would you be taking a defensive special team? Because they pan out more. Because in a Canadian football league, it's different, guys. It's a different league. Uh, special teams, a major impact. First off, there's only three downs in a Canadian football league. Therefore, there are a hell of a lot more punt returns. Man, there's there's a dude. I have another lineup. There's a dude on uh, on Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. He didn't even catch a damn pass. 140 return yeah, yards. Yeah, 140 return yards, like 12 DK points. And he's like 3800 bucks before that's all. He's in one of my lineups. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's just, uh, what's his name, Anderson, whoever the hell it is. Um, exactly. Like the guy, but he basically returns the punts. And the thing is, in a game football league, guys, so you get points for the sack. You get points for an interruption. You get points uh, for safeties. So you're thinking, yeah, safeties. In the NFL, safeties don't happen. Yes, in the Canadian Football League, they concede multiple safeties a game. Always happens. Every game, you get conceded safeties. 
uh, in a Canadian Football League, you can return missed uh, field goals. Yep. You can in the NFL, actually, as well. Yeah, you just don't see it very often. Only no. in crazy win games. Yeah, and at the end of the half Remember and the, stuff. the Bears-Redskins uh, game when the wind was really blowing? Uh, yeah, you see yeah. that? Sometimes you see that stuff. The um, Well, the difference is, too, there, the uh, the crossbar is at the end, back of the yeah, end. I know. Ours, it's in the front. Like, I guarantee you, if the if the NFL had the uprights and the crossbar at the front, at the front they'd have tons of returns. Dude, they'd always have. They'd I put know. Sammy Watkins back there all the time and say, yeah, just catch it and take off, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Because all you got to do is beat a bunch of fat offensive linemen that are on the field. That's, and that's what happens, guys. Going back and, and to put it in context, if you remember, like, remember what a big deal it was? And it was like, oh, my God, you never see this in Alabama and Auburn, the kick six. Yep. In which Alabama missed the uh, missed the field goal. The yep. kid on Auburn took it back. Yeah, yeah. Buddy uh, Malzahn was smart enough to tell uh, to said, you know what, Alabama's kid might miss this. It's going to be short, and you don't see that a lot in college ball or the NFL, where coaches know the rule enough to say, listen, kid, if the you know if the ball doesn't hit the ground, catch it and take Go. off with this thing. And um, he did, and of course it led to the the famous Auburn beating Alabama. Yeah. Nick Saban doesn't get burned very often. That happens once a week in the Canadian Football League. Happened oh, yeah. last week. Dude yep. missed a field goal. Guy returned it because the field is so big in the CFL. And as we stated, they've got their offense out there. So you basically right away, boom, you've got like five fat offensive linemen. You got some speedy dude. There's no way in hell these linemen can catch him on a bigger yep. field. And then you got a couple of wide receivers on the field. But if they get, and they always take bad angles and they can't tackle, so there's a legitimate chance where you can get fantasy points from an interception, from a sack, from a safety, a conceded safety where they always happen, from a stupid single point, yep. uh, from the missed field goal, uh, missed field goals, to the punt returns, to the kickoff returns. We can go on and on, man. Oh. You're getting defensive special teams. And another thing about it is you could look at weather in an uh, NFL game. It's big. In a CFL game, with the amount of the field, it's intensified. And you talk about it. If there's a strong wind, people, I'm telling you guys, check the weather report, especially in like places like Saskatchewan stuff game. They could be taking how many safeties a game? Multiple safeties a game with that bad wind because there's no chance. Exactly. Like, it goes Good so point. bad. With the, with the way the CFL field is, they will concede safeties Although left, tonight, right, and center. And it's funny because Ben stated he actually uh, thinks Ottawa's defense isn't projected to put up a ton of points. Because tonight, the wind is it's a little different on the East Coast. It's another thing of insight, guys. The weather in the, in, in the Canadian Football League, all, it doesn't matter if it's summertime. It'll be whacked out in Western games. Like last week, there was two lightning delays. And in Western Canada, man, it could be thunderstorms, and then it could look like the Wizard of Oz yeah, with rainbows beautiful. and sun like an hour later. The weather changes, like they say about the prairies in Canada. If you don't like the weather, just hang around for 10 minutes. It'll change. So... The East Coast is different. The East Coast of Canada is uh, basically just... It's pretty predictable. It's hot and muggy. Yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's the same weather as, like, Buffalo or New York. Edmonton, or, you know? Calgary, uh, and uh, and Saskatchewan, you get way more way more weather, way more wind. Way but more for defense and special teams, you can get points. You get one point for a sack, two points for an interception, two points for a fumble recovery, one point for a single rouge. Uh, punt, kickoff, field goal, return for touchdown, six points. Interception return, six points. Fumble recovery, six points. Block punter, field goal return, six points. Safety, two points. And then the points allowed uh, bonuses. It's a lot of different. So tell me, are you better off playing that? Yes. Or hoping that some guy, ooh, you hope he catches a touchdown? No, because there's so many options right there. Think about it. The worst receiver, like there's going to be receivers who are only going to get a couple DK points. At least um, tons of those things are going to happen in a game. Tons of them. Like that's the thing. And you talk about That's why the values. option is, I'm telling you, Cam, point it's values. a smart idea. Play it's, both defenses. It is a really smart idea. Both quarterbacks, both defenses. I like where you're and going. And then where the key is, you get a couple of returns, and you're laughing, man, because not a lot of people are going to do this this strategy. And then you got to hope that you better freaking hope that that like Sinopoli's got to do something now. I got Sinopoli. And I didn't want listen, I would have preferred to have um Ellingson? No, I wanted Roosevelt. Oh, yeah, from Saskatchewan. Yeah, yes. or yeah. Ellingson, but Sinopoli will make plays. It's the money. Yeah, it's very tough with that 50,000. Probably with Ottawa is, and as you know, too, Trevor Harris always gets hurt. The guy he, never makes it through a game. He does, but tonight I think he's going to get through the game. <laughs> I actually like Ottawa. It's actually, oh, I love Ottawa. They game, man, I'm telling you. I don't say a lot of things, and I'll be honest. Hey, baseball, <laughs> Are you taking Ottawa. Yes, and then CFL. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bullshitting you. We've had like 
wicked pick. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx anything. I like Ottawa to win the game tonight. It's I, a classic. I think example. Saskatchewan traveling Ottawa home opener. Sign me. Well, that's up. the thing. It's a classic uh, case of a team that played against a team that hasn't played. What do you prefer? And generally, you would say, "Well, I like the team with a game under their belt." But as you stated, man, that game was in Saskatchewan. They got a beautiful new stadium out there. The Melonheads and all their fans, they were really into it. It was a revenge spot, don't forget, because they lost to the Argos in the Eastern Division yes. Final. Uh, Saskatchewan spent a lot of money on their players. They expect results, and they haven't gotten results in the last couple of years. It, you know, that game Friday night was almost like a buildup of, finally, all right, we're sort of back right now. I got to tell you, there's a lot of talent on that Saskatchewan team. Like, they don't care about the salary cap, that team. They violate the rules, yep. and they... They put star players on, like, the practice roster and stuff. They'll secretly pay players. And listen, we're going to sign you in a month type thing. We'll give you a little bonus now. Shh, don't like it's they, okay. they, they, They're very shady. They are. And they've been, they've been fined a lot. Like, they, 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 they way cross yeah. the line of they're like Belichick. Yeah, they're they like are. the Patriots. They are exactly like them. Like they, and they'll say, well, it's not written in the rules like that that we couldn't sign the guy. And everyone in the league's like, listen, you know what you did. And they're always getting caught for doing this stuff. Like, they sign every free agent, essentially. And any time there's an ex-NFL name or something, they want him. Negotiating right Saskatchewan. Vince Young. Yeah. Last year was Vince Young. This year it's Trey Mason, Trent Richardson. They're always jumping on the name guy and the money. They, they, they have money, so they spend money. They, you know, they're rich, that team. So they spend it. It's the only thing they got going on there. But... You and I both know the the road and home dichotomy in the Canadian Football League is massive, especially on the East Coast, West Coast. Generally, guys, the Western Division teams will always beat the Eastern Division teams, and if you blindly bet it, you'll win like 65 70% of the time. Yet, I just think uh, Ottawa's home opener tonight, I think uh, life will be a little bit rougher for um, for Caleros and company uh, tonight than it was uh, in that uh, friendly confines out there. Yeah, that's the thing. They have a huge home field advantage when in Saskatchewan at Mosaic. Not tonight. I'm with Ottawa all the way, and I'm also going to take. I'm taking Ottawa points money line. And I'm thinking about teasing Ottawa to the under as well. I think we we might see some defense tonight, Gabe. All right, and uh, about, I got a couple others here. Here's uh, Trevor Harris. Yep. Well, with Harris, Messam, Jones. Uh, Christian Jones, this is the kid there, the 140 yeah, yards yeah, Nothing else, but he had 140 uh, return yards and Naaman, how many points. Naaman Roosevelt and uh, Caleb Hawley. Pretty much a Saskatchewan stack here, but I have the Ottawa quarterback. I'm sort of randomly thinking outside the box a little bit. It's actually a weird lineup. What do you have for us with these showdowns? Well, Gabe, I like Ottawa. And, and the season long, and the week long. Oh, that dog out there never shuts yeah, up. I don't know. Hey, can, can, hey, is hey, it hey dog. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm going. I'm. He's really going bonkers. I'm going with Ottawa tonight, and I'm stacking Ottawa in my uh, showdown lineup. Gabe, call me crazy. I got Greg Allison as my top receiver, eleven thousand nine hundred. I got your buddy Sinopoli at ninety six hundred. I got Trevor Harris. Don't get hurt tonight, friend. Seventeen thousand dollars. Red Blacks defense special teams signed me up for forty six. I had to put one rider in there. Four four Red Blacks, one rider. Trey Mason. At $6,700, 200 your change, Gabe. Auburn Tigers. Yeah, so I went with the Red Blacks, Ellingson, Sinopoli, Harris, and Mason with my showdown lineup, and I like Ottawa in the game. Now, we often mention uh, Seinfeld references, but you know the episode where the dog doesn't stop barking? Yeah. I, I really do uh, live this, yeah. in which uh, the dog even sounds the same. And he does. It even is. It's like a little sort He's of fluffy little, yeah. white dog. Yeah. But he barks like... Um, even if someone walks past yeah. the door in the hallway, he starts yapping. So um, <laughs> it's clear the owners, the, the people, there, they're not home. So yeah. the dog yeah. just he barks goes, he goes all nuts. day, and they leave yeah. the window open, and it echoes throughout the uh, echoes throughout the uh, the yard. Sure does, buddy. And I'll tell you it's something pretty else. Good. I don't. It, it doesn't. I, 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 I. No, I don't mind it. I usually because it's good. a trade off. Because uh, I yell a lot uh, here late at night. Mm-hmm. And, so people uh, get you back with their pets. Well, it's a trade off. Your dog barks all day. I, I bark yeah. all night. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. There's no trade. There's no. Uh, <laughs> the best is at the studio. Our tenants above the studio, I don't know what they got going on there, but they got some kind of like, like a warehouse. What is it? An ice machine? They got like a big, like I, I hear noises from up there. It's kind of scary, actually. Like I'm starting to think criminal minds. They got somebody like trapped up there. I've actually been 
I've come close a couple of times. Saying what the hell's going on? To going up there. But then they're going to come on No, you. no, no, but I was going to go up there friendly. Oh, okay. Like, I wanted to just be honest with them. I was drunk, and I wanted to go up there, and I was going to say, listen, I live right below you, and it's just driving me crazy. Like, I want to know, like, what you look like, and... What's going on here? Like, What's going I'm not on? here to complain. Like, I'm, I come in peace. I just want to know. Like, do you have a dog? Like a pit bull running around? Like, is it a? Because there's like a baby. And there's a dog, and then there's some sort of like it's like the dog and a baby are skateboarding or something. Like, I don't know. I'm not complaining. I just want to go up and see them. I always wonder when I'm in the elevator. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Gonna have to call uh, animal control. Gonna call Newman to kidnap the dog. I'm thinking about it. Now they're nice people. Yeah. I, don't know. I feel sorry for the dog. The I dog's too. clearly upset about you, something. You, you, right? said, you said it. Hey, he's got anxiety. The That's dog. He's all. like he's a little. You know, he's one of these dogs that just sort of freaks out. Another everything. thing about the neighborhood where the studio is, a lot of these people, they they're living such grand lives. They leave their animals and pets for hours and hours at a time. If you're gonna own a damn dog, take him for a walk. Yeah, it's don't leave! Don't leave them just sitting there, scared, barking all the time. They should probably uh, hire why. hire the dog walkers. But yes, there might be. Are they expensive? But uh, sounds there's, expensive. There's a lot of things that people can complain about me for. That's why I don't uh, I don't throw stones. That's I'm in the exact same situation with my neighbor. They smash through my house all the time. Like this little poor up uh, 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 this chick from Poland. She's a really good looking lady. She's got dudes coming over and stuff like that. There's a lot of things going on, but you know what? I make what you say. They they're things. always following into your wall. And oh yeah, like oh no, yeah, like, no, yeah. Like it sounds like they're coming through my drywall. Like and and but you know what? When I'm part when I'm partying until four o'clock in the morning and I got like numb nuts yeah, yelling and stuff like that. So we have a deal. You can stay loud. I could stay loud. Fine. That's all you need. A good deal with your neighbors. There's there's a couple of chicks that party in the summer that live below me. And uh, sometimes they push the envelope. Like they'll they'll bust out like guitars and stuff on the balcony, except it echoes, right? And nobody really tells them to shut up. There was like there's one dude, same thing. There's one guy. I don't know where he is because I can't see him. I know he's behind me. <laughs> Below whatever there, and he he bitches sometimes. He bitched at me once. I was doing a podcast on my balcony at like three in the morning on a Saturday night. Didn't like it. Nah, it's funny too because I got into it. It was like an echo cam. Somebody threw a cigarette butt off a balcony, and I saw them do it. So I yelled across at him. I said, "Hey, asshole!" Nice. I said, "What's your why are you throwing cigarette butts off the balcony?" I said, "You live here. Why would you like?" <laughs> I said, you know, why would you move into a luxury building to throw stuff crap out? And uh, he got all scared. He went inside. (laughs) And then uh, somebody told me to shut up. Somebody yelled from their window. Told you to shut up. From below. Said, hey, why don't you shut up? Why don't you shut up? Enough already. Why don't you shut up? Oh, there we go. And then... uh, I said, why don't I bash your effing face in? I like it. I see which window you're in. You better shut the hell up because I'm going to come down there. And then they, he, cl- they closed still- the blinds, and I heard the window. I'll yeah. shut- is he still here? Yeah, those people are still there. Okay. I see they, uh, they glare up at me sometimes. Well, they're not going to like us on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best is, Marenzi? I've actually witnessed you met my buddy Forbes. So this cokehead lived above him in his building in Mississauga. This guy did every, like, he's still raving and shit, right? He did, did every drug in the, do, 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 like, pounding, pounding dance trance tunes at 6 o'clock in the morning. My buddy works in uh, basically construction. 
So he goes, you know what? After like the third, fourth time, he's like, I'm done with this guy. They went up and like they threw down. <laughs> like they threw down. Like they don't like that's the thing. Like him and his neighbor, my buddy said, you're, you're a complete tool. Like stop your house music. The guy's like, what are you going to do about it? And he did something about it. <laughs> Surprise, there's not more situations like that in buildings. Yeah. Well, there is. Depends on the city and the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of timid people in yeah. this building. Uh, there's a lot. Of t- this whole area, like, you can't. They're t- timid. And they're either timid or, you know what it is? There's a lot of hot chicks, so they're just sort of bitchy, right? Yeah. These chicks are just sort of going to close their, uh, yeah, they're all, they have their doors closed. Yeah. It doesn't help that I have every window and the door open. Like, I can hear that we can hear the dog more. That's true, but what are you going to do? You can't really, you can't close it. It's nice to have some like ambiance, and yeah. a little bit of flow. No, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind the dog. I like to, it adds to the chaos. <laughs> just makes things a little bit it, just more uncomfortable. I agree. And I, I like I, it. And just, I, I, uh, just, you know, I'm with you. The more the merrier. More circus, please. Somebody asked me once, how come I don't have a comforter? I said, I'd like to stay prepared. <laughs> a comforter? <laughs> What, like a bed sheet? Yeah, no bed sheets. Yeah, I don't Preparation. Yeah, I, so you sleep in no sheets? <laughs> Not always. Not always. I'm going to tell you, though, for me, I sweat so much. I only use, like, like I don't use comforters. I use a thin sheet. I can't imagine. Yeah, you got oh, a comforter. Like, you're you going to sweat to death. I got three fans going at night. Like, I, I basically have, like, you, you, I don't know what's going on. Like, things are blowing. Like, I'm just like, whoo. I keep it, like, You know what really I just cool. realized, actually? Um, I think because I, uh, I listen, I'm not Johnny Health, but I, I have been better over the last like six, seven months or whatever. I just realized, Cam, talking about this, that uh, I'm not sweating in my sleep as much. That means you're getting healthier. Yeah. Sweating. Sweat, sweating in your sleep. It's not good. Well, especially what? like, yeah, like especially if you don't have the heat on or anything and you wake up in the morning and you're like, holy crap, man, I'm sweating like crazy. Like you said, yeah, that's medically not good because I, I looked into it. It was like if you're sweating in your sleep, go see a doctor because it means you could have a lot of things wrong I'm, I'm with gonna you. T- I'm going to tell, tell you, like I sweat a lot, but excessively, it just means you're doing drugs or you're a booze bag. Like you're you're not a healthy person. Like you're going to bed with like your nutrients are all out of whack, man. That's true. If you wake up in like a cascading yeah, you're sweat, prepared, you're prepared, sick. Yeah, you're, you're sick. It means bad, yeah. you got to get off whatever you're doing. Andrew Wiggins doesn't even sweat when he plays basketball. I know. You should <laughs> Yeah, not even a trickle. No, it's so true. Some people, yeah, it's got a weird sweat glands. <laughs> All right, wow. so uh, what do you got for us? I got a lot of things for you, Gabe. Uh, you got more football or we got baseball Oh, we too. haven't done baseball yet. Yeah, there we go. I know we had a uh, baseball lineup to do. All right, baseball lineups. I'll rattle off my lineup. Sure, and I'll get uh, my lineup together here. Let's rock. Major League, League ba- Baseball. <laughs> I know, I'm looking to. <laughs> I got like six lineups going right now, so. You got one baseball lineup or two? Fudge! <laughs> Is it gone? Yeah, normally, Cam, we have a scratch I, or two. I, it's, the entire game's been scratched. Oh, yeah, the, the Oakland uh, game. <laughs> you got a couple A's in your lineup? Yeah, okay, like me, four of them. No, I'll start with my lineup then, and you could do some uh, adjusting. <laughs> I'm screwed, dude. No, you're not screwed. It's actually... Uh, I'm ruined. Who, who, who are the A's playing again? The White Sox. Good. I don't have any of those guys in my lineup. Thank God. Yeah, I think I saw that, that the game got postponed, and I made a couple of alterations tonight, buddy. But uh, would you like me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to start with uh, my pit, my pitcher, and it's going to be a contrarian play tonight. I'm going with Alex Sanchez of the Toronto Blue Jays uh, up against uh, the Angels. Probably not a very popular play, but the thing I like about Sanchez is, you know, he doesn't give up too many earned runs, one, two, three, but he gets strikeouts, 20 Ks in his last three, so this guy can really uh, get the strikeouts, eight strikeouts, seven strikeouts. He's that type of guy. So I expect a good performance from Aaron Sanchez tonight against the Angels. I'm not really afraid of too many people other than Mike Trout, and he's an exceptionally good price at $6,400. Going with Brent Suter for Milwaukee. Uh, the only issue I have with Suter is I wish, I wish he'd get a few more strikeouts, but I really like the price, and I like the Brewers in the game. It's good pitcher. I think he's going to be very, very solid tonight. And know what I like about him, Gabe? Doesn't give up a lot of earned runs either. He's solid. Like the last game, too, it's it's concerning. Like he only gave up a run, but I'd like a little bit more than five or three strikeouts. He has 
two games back-to-back six strikeout efforts, which I'm really hoping for at least if we can get that tonight. I think he's in a good situation against the Cardinals and the Brew Crew are at home. So I only paid $12,900 for my pitchers, and now I can get some really, really good players in the lineup, including Buster Posey. He's in a good matchup tonight against San Diego. You look at the catchers, it's always the weakest position there, but Posey's a guy that's been just rock solid all the time. He's going to get you the points. Like, Take a look, a lot of catchers, zero, minus, 16, uh, 16 points with a home run, 10 points. That's what I get from Buster Posey. He's hitting 290, five dingers, 25 RBIs. He's very, very solid, and that's the thing. I catcher, there's a lot of bad guys out there, so I'd rather go with a proven commodity like Posey. Now, Gabe, I'm going to do something a little bit different tonight. I'm putting some Reds in my lineup. Uh, Joey Votto uh, against the Cubs tonight. I think Joey Votto, he's going to absolutely explode. I think uh, I think people should actually look at the Reds tonight at home against the Cubs because Cubs don't really have the best pitching matchup going for them tonight. Joey Votto, two of the last three games, 26 DK point 16. He's really starting to get in that groove. And when Votto gets hot, he's almost hitting 300 right now. And I expect big runs to continue. I was impressed when you told me you picked up Scooter Jeanette in your pool, and uh, man, I wish I had this guy a long time. He's been so good for Cincinnati. That's the thing about the Reds. They got really shitty pitching, but they got guys on the team that could hit. Scooter Jeanette's been a great fantasy player. 16 points in his last game. The guy's hitting 336, Marenzi. I know. Scooter Jeanette is hitting 336 with 50 RBI, 13 home runs. Looks like Hanser. Hey, fellas, I'm having a real good year, brother. Got to get Hanser in studio <laughs> with us sometime. No, I should invite him for Saturday for the game. Yeah, I know. Hey, Hanser, if you're listening, we got some uh, moonshine vodka, and we, uh, we'll get you a free ticket to the game, brother. Last time Hanser was here, he was all drunk. He dropped something off my balcony, <laughs> and I heard, like, a crash and a thud, and he came back in. I said, what happened? He's like, he's like a kid. He's like, oh, nothing. He's all suspicious. <laughs> I was like, well, something happened. I said, you, and then after, I was like, listen, I know you dropped something. Like, what the hell did you drop off my balcony? Like, you could kill someone. He's like, just the ashtray. Just, just you know, just the ashtray, hey, man. Listen, Ranky, I broke I think, your I, head. Yeah, I think I might have dropped the ashtray. <laughs> Sorry, but then I went out there after, and the ashtray was still there. So it's always baffled me. I'm like, what the hell? You know what it was? I think he dropped a beer bottle off the, I'm sure. I think he dropped his beer can off, like it slipped out of his hand. I know what he did. And drinks. then he sort of stumbled. You know and I've had Hanes over to my place, too. He leaves those two Borgs, sometimes a little bit too much in them, and they're like missiles. I think the two Borg went over the balcony. Smash. And then he, because I heard him, like, he came in all suspicious, and I asked him. I said, what the hell happened? Yeah, he'll lie. Nothing. Then it went to, no, no, or just the ashtray got kicked off the balcony. Listen, friend. Then the ashtray was still there. I was like, the guy, he's he's too much. I know, Hanser lies like a child. It still baffled me. I was like, what the hell did he knock off the roof? We love you, Hanser. I was looking. I was like, did he knock a chair off? I I couldn't figure it out. No, you're you're right. I think you're on the right path with a bottle and or beer can. You're right. He drank that Tuborg stuff. He always does. That's what most is like. Hey, remember when my place smelled like a damn brewery for like three days after he was here. That stuff reeks. I know. Remember when Mo, uh, when he stayed at Mr. Burns? I feel like something exotic for our yacht. How about Tuborg, the beer of Danish kings? That's Hanser's beer. Is it Danish? Well, yeah, it is actually. It's Tuborg. Okay, it's actually real beer. So, oh, right. so go ahead. Go sorry, ahead. sorry. Travis Shaw. Yeah, Travis Shaw is my third baseman. Love the situation against Martinez and St. Louis tonight. I expect Travis Shaw. The numbers are telling me it's going to be a very, very good night for Mr. Shaw. And he's $4,100, Gabe. We're going with Javier Baez at $4,500 at shortstop for the Cubs. He's a hot player. And in my outfield, Taking a little bit of a risk with Bryce Harper at $5,300. He's actually been running a little bit cold, but playing the gas can, which is Gossman tonight. Juan Soto at $4,500. And another Milwaukee Brewer. I'm going to crack a two-borg when Kristen Yelich goes deep tonight. So that's my team, Marenzi. Give me your team, and we got picks coming up, too. <laughs> all right, so we got seven minutes as well before uh, all this stuff goes off the board, including the NBA draft. Let me just clarify my picks uh, once again. Uh, right now, we shared them with you throughout the program, but if you're betting this stuff... I think Sexton, listen, I think Sexton goes under 10.5, but it's not a lock. Uh, Doncic, we gave it earlier in the day when it was minus 200 at over 2.5. I do think it's a lock. You can still get in on Porter. Porter, I gave it at pl- over 6.5 plus 110. Now uh, Porter, it's like minus 120 over 6.5. He's injured. There's a little bit of uh, questions about uh, his attitude and um, not, he's not a bad kid. I don't, I'm not going to be one of these. I'm not trying to be called a Cowboys a bad kid. I'm just stating there's baggage with the kid. He hasn't played. You know, people thought he was healthy enough to play at college. Um, 
he seems to have a posse around him of people that are pretty involved with decisions. He didn't work out last week. Blah, blah. I can go on and on. Listening to a lot of yes men. He's not going. I don't think he's going in the top seven. He's a good player, though. I'm not I'm not ripping a kid. I'm just stating I don't think he gets drafted in the top six and a half picks. Mo Bamba. All right. He's going to go fifth. Uh, you can get the bet at the four and a half uh, right now. Uh, Trevor Williams, a little bit of a gamble, but the Clippers really, really have been linked to this kid. They're drafting 12th. Maybe somebody else snags him around then. It's 13 and a half. Let's go on to the number. And Wendell Carter Jr., I'm going to go over the seven and a half. And as we mentioned, uh, mybookie.ag has got a bunch of great NBA props with very good prices. The Doncic prop at third or higher is amazing because at uh, other sites, it's two and a half with the 700 juice, but you get three. Doncic and now at Bet365 is uh, minus 500 for over two and a half. Or you can go you to my bookie. My bookie minus 190. Yes. That is absolute savings, and I've already clicked on it. I wish I had more money in the account because I'd like to go harder on it. But that's a great prop bet because you know Bagley's going. It's yeah, Aiden and Bagley. I'm telling third. you right now. And I, I'm not I think just saying this, is awesome though. I'm not just saying this, but mybookie.ag has the best lines for uh, for the NBA props. No, They're the less back. changed. Everyone else is changing them every ten seconds. Like honestly, like Bet365 has changed the NBA props about thirty-two times today. Like, honestly, and extreme changes back and forth. They're all over the place. It's like they're reacting to every rumor on the Internet. Meanwhile, uh, the uh, odds makers over at mybookie.ag, calm, cool, and collected. collected. They're not worried about the, the Internet. They're just, like, we yeah. set the lines. Whatever happens, happens, happens. I like that style. That's actually a, that's a really good point. They're not freaking out. They're like, because you know what, Gabe? Weird things happen, and that's the thing. Just because things are changing on one site or whatever, you know it's a domino effect, and it can go either way. And also, we've talked about this. They want you to win. A sports book, yeah. let's say, if you, if you open up an account right now, my bookie, you get a 50% deposit bonus, FNTSY's promo code. Like, you think, oh, they're happy they took your money. If you drop 200 bucks in and you lose 200 bucks tonight, they're not happy. No, they want you coming. They, yeah, wanted, yeah. they want you to like the place exactly. and become a regular customer and deposit and then play futures and add more and sort of become a regular. They, you know, it's a misconception, even with bookies. Al used to tell us that. Yeah, like some bookies are happy. Obviously, some bookies some are. Some are scumbags. Some bookies have like cocaine problems and uh, few, have their own debt. A few we know. And they're in, they're in a panic all the time. Yeah, that guy called me a while ago. Yeah, but other, other, other bookies, though, are more, if I beat the player every week, eventually I don't have any players left, right? It's got to go back and forth a little bit. He just wants clientele. Yeah, like they don't exactly. Big fish, little fish, lots of fish in the pond. And as we stated, so uh, Wojo, who is the most trusted name in news <laughs> when it comes to NBA news, actually has tweeted out that that's what he thinks, that he's hearing the top six is Aiton first, Bagley second, Doncic third, Jackson fourth, Bamba fifth, Trey Young sixth. I was going to stay away from Trey Young. But I do believe Orlando like him, and that's why I'm starting to buy in that Atlanta might be thinking, we got to trade with Dallas, we got to circumvent this, because uh, he's going to be gone. So I could see I could see, I could see, see something happening with Trey Young, even though I'm not in love with him. I, I'm, I'm buying in that he's going to go in the top six. Now, yeah. I think he's going to go five or six. Yeah. That six, that that hook is huge because he's not gonna. I don't think he's going over six either. Wouldn't shock me if the Dallas Mavericks took him. They got Dallas. They got Dennis Smith Jr. last year. You now you throw in a three ball shooter. What do you got? Well, Gabe, I'm gonna take the uh, for the picks tonight. Pick segment. I'm going with the Ottawa Red Blacks. Oh, actually, sorry. Let me just rattle my baseball. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Fast. Not that anyone cares, but uh, Boss Skaggs, pitcher. Nice strikeouts. I'm all about the strikeouts now. I've learned my lesson. So Skaggs and Godley in good uh, positions here. I'm going to go uh, with Contreras at catcher, Buster Posey, first base, Yolanda Solarte, second base, Rendon's like 11 for 21 in his last 21 at-bats uh, for the Nationals. Nick Ahmed, a uh, little punt price I here, like $3,600 shortstop. Uh, outfield, Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber's starting to heat up a little bit now, Cam. The uh, Cubs' bats yep. are as a whole. Uh, Juan Soto, phenom, kid, uh, young rookie kid, uh, $4,500. And uh, Ian Happ. I like Ian Happ, $3,700. And to be honest, guys, my lineup is sort of last second here because every the, the game got canceled. I had an Oakland Athletic stack. What do you got, Cam, for uh, bets? CFL, Ottawa Moneyline, Ottawa plus four and a half, under 57 and a half, Brewers and Pirates game. I'm going to go uh, Ottawa's like minus two and a half point favorites right now. Give me the Ottawa Red Blacks on the money line, minus 140, and a uh, seven-point teaser, Ottawa in the over. Keep it locked in here. Scout Radio, later. You're on your own.